everything in life comes down to basketball. Literally everything. Think of anything comes down to basketball. I remember playing on my team. And one of the most interesting things, especially when you're young, is that the better players, they seem to practice more. They seem to be more hungry. They seem to be more vicious in their attempt to get better night after night. They want more points. They want to score more. They want to stay up to practice more. Everything about them, they just want to strive for greatness. And it's been shown, or at least it's been thought to be shown, that the ultimate metocracy or just merit-based uh, system is probably sports. You know, there's no barriers. Nothing stops you from getting to the top. And if you want it more than the other opponent, then you get it most of the times. However, I think one of the most interesting things about sports is using this perfect example of the system of metocracy or a merit-based system is do sports really have merit? Something became very clear to me, you know, as a kid growing up playing basketball all the time. I loved basketball, shot all the time, always looked up to LeBron James. He was the GOAT, Ellen Iverson, great players to look up to as a kid. But as I played basketball on my teams, it became very apparent to me that playing time didn't really come down to who's the best or who worked hardest. Well, at least for the most part. You see, when it comes to actually making a basketball team, I would say maybe only the top seven guys are unquestionably the best selections that the coach could have made. The next positions? Who gets those, you might ask? Well, that comes down to the coach's biases. It comes down to what he thinks will be successful this season. Maybe he has a coach's son or a friend of the team or the friend of the coach he wants to put on the team. You see a bunch of these things come into the politics of who actually makes the basketball team in the end. New kid on the block wanting to make the basketball team. Well, it's going to be harder for you because, of course, the people who are in that team before have a better chance than you. You see, to make a basketball team, you have to be better beyond a reasonable doubt. And that's just the politics of basketball alone. You see, the taller kids, the people that are taller, lengthier in stature, they start outperforming even the hardest working short people. The merit system starts to fall off off of a clip very fast. What does this have to do with anything? Probably nothing, but this is the Uneducated Investor Podcast, so I had to start off with some uneducation for you, okay? CEOs are thought to be the ultimate metocracy. It's so funny because I know I'm, I'm butchering this word metocracy, but I don't care. This is Uneducated Investor. We can do what we want here. CEOs are the ultimate merit-based system. The average CEO in America for the Fortune 500 companies, as the top 500 companies in the States, the average salary is, guess, I'll give you a second. It's not 1 million. That was close though, I heard you. I heard you. It's not 5 million, it's $10 million is how much the average CEO makes, $10 million. And given that the average personal income of an employee is around 30,000, 
in the States. See, this, this number is starting to get rather ridiculous. Now, in this podcast is all about investing, becoming the best investor that you can be, growing businesses, becoming an entrepreneur. So I wanted to create a series that really dives into why CEOs make so much money. And here in season four, I think this is the best place to talk about it. But one thing that you have to understand about CEOs and in your bit in your you know your path to becoming an entrepreneur, your path to moving up the executive corporate ladder, if that's what you want to do is you have to understand merit and you have to understand who actually becomes a CEO in the first place. Many CEOs are from the top schools. Many CEOs have very wealthy families and very prestigious backgrounds. And I think one of the most interesting things about CEOs is the question of do they deserve that much? Because I think the top argument for for the fact that they deserve that 10 million average salary has to be the fact that, of course, the market, the free market, the, the ones that us economists like myself love, is that the free market decides their pay. The free market says they are worth $10 million per year because that is the productivity they bring to that job. And of course, no one else besides them could do that job to that level of effectiveness. So we could go through the numbers and really bring down that claim. But for episode one of season four, I just want to start it off with something very light. A number called 6-2. Now, now, now you're seeing the genius of what my ed- uneducation was at the beginning. You thought I wasn't taking this somewhere, but we're bringing it right back full circle. This is fly stewie, baby. I'm not forgetting about anything. 6-2. Why is this number so significant? In the United States... The average male height of an adult is 5'9". However, 4% of the male population is 6'2 and over. Interesting. However, in the Forbes 500 list... Over 30% of CEOs are 6'2 and over. This, for it to be merit-based that CEOs are the highest quality of individual that you could find, that they are the most high-performing members of our economy that you could place in those positions, you would have to understand that 30% of them being 6'2 or over is literally a statistical anomaly. It is lightning striking way more than twice. It is higher than the standard deviation. This is like, uh, this is like literally impossible for some phenomenon like this to happen. And this hasn't just been some, you know, blimp in the map, a little blimp in the matrix that happened this year. This has been for pretty much the dawn of time almost that these CEOs have been taller than the average male. You see, 
the overall point of this is that to become a CEO flight crew, the first thing you must understand is how does someone become a CEO in the first place? What is the likeness of someone being a CEO? And the first thing you have to realize that if basketball, there can exist a merit-based system where in a sport where only the best can make it to the NBA, if even and then politics can basically decide more than 40% of the positions. Remember, I only said around seven to eight players max are the best possible players a coach could have taken. The rest four other players or the rest, um, if you have a team of 15, that's like half the other team. The rest of the team is all politics. You need to understand this is all politics. And when it comes to CEOs and the statistical unlikeliness of 30% or more of CEOs being 60 or over and the average CEO being just under six foot or around six foot, which is three inches over the male average height. Once you look into this, you'll understand exactly that it's not merit-based. And of course, that's why, you know, there's not that much women, there's not much people of color who are CEOs. But more importantly, flight crew, if you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to make it to the top, you got to understand the numbers, understand the data, and understand how to make the statistical likeliness of things work in your favor. This is episode one of why CEOs are getting richer and the poor getting poorer and how to become a CEO and make that ball in money. If you like this podcast, make sure to share it on Twitter. And the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. Why is that? That's because the uneducated investor never stops learning. I encourage you, flight crew, you know, to start your own part-time business and learn those entrepreneurial skills so one day you can be a CEO making that 10 mil while everyone's only making 30 grand. You know, this podcast is all about becoming more entrepreneurial-minded. And I hope by the end of this podcast, we can all learn about what makes a CEO together. Anyways, Flight Crew, we have to take off. Flight Stewie is out. Share this on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at, at Fly Stewie. And we out, baby. Bye.